We already know that overthinking and emotions can get in the way of our intuition. But let's dive in a little bit more into fear. The desperate need for things to work out a certain way, pre-planning how things could imagine to be, and how fear can deter our ability to see, feel, and understand our intuition. Hi and welcome to episode 147. This is the Clearly Catherine podcast. I'm your host, Catherine Mahoney, the business intuitive strategist, fifth generation entrepreneur, and your personal chief intuitive. The truth is, intuition has been the greatest asset for centuries, for business leaders, for world leaders, just leaders in general. To those who know of its power, it is their greatest asset to success. So join me as we leave traditional behind and we leap into the future where every business relies on their intuition for their success. Yes, I'm doing lions, tigers, and bears again because, you know, it just seems to fit. I mean, when you go walking around in your neighborhood, now I'm just going to assume that you don't have lions and tigers and bears in your neighborhood, where some people do. But let's just go for general suburbia here. Being afraid of lions, tigers, and bears in your own neighborhood doesn't make a lot of sense. But when we get our imaginations going wild, things that probably will never happen feel like they're potential reality. And when we are in our businesses, when we are leading people, we're leading the direction, and something seems so urgently important, or everything teeters on this big decision or direction you choose to go in, these types of lions and tigers and bears fears of things that may or may not happen can take over. And when we get into that fear state... It can run you ragged and run you in circles. So have you ever been in a place of making a decision, feeling like, ooh, this is make or break. If I make the wrong decision, everything's over. And so you lean into, if I make this decision and it goes well, you create this whole imagined story of what will happen you know, if I make this decision to expand my business, it'll be an investment, but I'll have the best clients in the world and I'll make so much money and I'll be able to hire all these amazing people and I'll be able to expand, I'll be able to give bonuses, I'll be able to get that new car, I'll be able to, whatever it is. It becomes this envisioned desire of things because if I don't do this what will happen and then you go into if I don't do this and it doesn't work out I have invested this money I will have lost it all nothing will be what I need it to be I'm gonna go back 10 steps chicken little basically enters your life it's falling the sky is falling and you go down the path of everything that could go wrong Here's the tricky thing. So we can get caught up in the energy. I'm going to use the word energy here because it does create an energy when you move into everything could go wrong, chicken little, or the beautiful fantasy story of the perfection that will come from this. 
and you get sucked in to the energy of one or the other and they play off one another. And the truth of the matter is both scenarios are based off fear. And you get this energy swirling and this attachment to it has to work out because I need these things or dun, 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 these terrible things will happen to me. So much bearing on this decision. We put so much bearing on what we want to have happen and what bad things could happen if we do or don't do it. We look at the negative that we now end up in some sort of dilemma. And when you're in a dilemma, it is overwhelm that begins to enter. So let me give you an example of a client of mine. So I had a client who needed to make a decision about whether or not to close their physical location, where they met clients, where they held events, where their staff was, you know, their physical location and go virtual and rent a local suite. They didn't keep full time, but could use the conference room and the pop-in office. We know those, you've seen the virtual kind of offices. But mainly everybody would work from home. If they needed to see clients, they could see them on Zoom, they could visit them in a coffee shop, or they could use part-time rented virtual office spaces. There was this weight. I took the leap. I expanded into this bigger space. They had just gotten this bigger space. They'd only had the space for about a year. What do I do? I've already expanded. I made changes. I'm starting to hold events. All these things are happening. Then the pandemic hit, of course. So we know what happened to a lot of people. Not as many clients want to come in face-to-face anymore. Events aren't being held like they used to be. And now I have this big space. Staff doesn't want to come in. But I finally reached this point where we're financially stable enough and I've really grown the company to this larger space we just got. What do I do? Because now I've reached this point and I was going to do bigger events and even expand more and offer it to some of our partners to use the space. And I was going to all do all these different things here. If I let it go and just do virtual and people work from home and meet at coffee shops, that's a step backwards for me. I'm losing all the success I created for myself. I'm going to feel like I failed. So we talked about it for a while. I said, why is it one or the other? You keep the space, you keep paying rent, you don't have the same income, you're not using the space anymore. So you're paying out all this money in renting it, utilities, gas coming here. So spending money that's just going to nothing is more success than transferring that money somewhere else and focusing your growth in another direction is failure? Not quite sure I understand this. So as we talked about it, you know, it's this emotionally charged decision. And no matter how much logic I could put behind it for them, it was so emotionally charged connecting to success or failure that the intuitive direction, path, hunch, nudge, was lost in translation. 
we talked about how this was so attached to emotion because a lot of what I do with my clients is sometimes I outsource my intuition when requested. But in this circumstance, the request was, how do I find my intuition? I don't want to outsource to you. I need you to help me clean stuff away to find my intuition, my message. How do you find that when it's mixed in fear? Because the fear is mixed with that attachment to success, right? I've, I've reached this pinnacle of success to this point. I have this bigger space. I've got new employees. I'm doing these events. Even if I keep it, I know I'm going to lose a lot of money and it's going to hinder my growth in the future and could cause real problems for me. But I'm afraid of losing that image of success and that mental attachment I have to success. If I make the change, I'm afraid that I'm losing that success. I'm going backwards, even though I'll have more money to spend and I'll be able to redirect it in new areas of growth and innovation. I can't think of that because I'm so caught up in the fear of being less successful. The image I've created. As we talked about this, it kept going back to where is the actual fear? Is the fear in everything, in both decisions? Is fear running both? Or is fear attached to the loss of imagined success? What I mean by imagined success is the success is imagined because their image of success in their mind was when I get a space, it's big enough for me to do things, I am now reached a new level of success. See, this is why I want you to be very careful because you get too attached to a specific image of how things need to be or how things need to go. You end up creating a dead end for yourself and you will get an excellent lesson. (laughs) We don't love these lessons. No, we don't, but they're very good for us and they help us realize. And this was a moment of lesson. Now, my client was like, I knew from my intuition it was time for me to get this space. And I said, I don't doubt that was your intuition. So why would my intuition put me in this space? And I know we talked about this in the last episode, 146, about understanding how we hinder our intuition and and deciphering the difference. And is intuition good or bad? Well, intuition always sends you the right way. This was an important lesson of attachment to a specific outcome, a desired outcome that you're attached to. And when you are attached to a specific outcome and you're not heading towards it or it starts to look different, fear sets in, worry sets in because it's not looking exactly the same. And since you feel like, okay, this is what I've been heading for, this is what my goals are, my vision for the future, and it's not coming out quite the way I want it to be. Did I do something wrong? Why isn't it working the way that I want it to? This is based on fear. When you get too much fear going, it's it has a lot of energy. And I'm talking about the energy that you're spending, the power it has, the 
the worry, the keeping you up at nights, the hemming and hawing over decisions, second guessing yourself, all of these things are energetic in the way you're spending energy on them because you're thinking about a lot, you're worrying about a lot, it's getting your heart racing, it's stressing you out. In order to clear away all the clutter and find intuition in there, we needed to identify all the players. Right? So we need to identify the players. Who are the players? Where is this fear coming from? What do you attach to? What have you over-visualized and made maybe too specific? I'd say yes, made way too specific. Are you okay with things turning out better? What is terrible and what is good versus what is right? These are some things you need to start thinking about. What am I attached to? Did I create a vision for this? Did they create a specific vision? Yes. I'm very sure you figured this out by now. The vision was the next step up of level of success was having a larger space where employees could work, where they could hold events, where they could do more things with their clientele and their business and be together and work face-to-face. And this was a huge leap in success and a business that was doing financially well and growing and this defined success. But the attachment to definition of what the next level of success was and it not working out exactly what they wanted created these wishy-washy decisions along the way. Do I really want to see clients there? Do I want to hold events there? What kind of events do I do? Yes, I want to go this direction. I want to go that direction. So all these directions started playing in a panic of now I can change things and make things different, but not having the ability to calm down and free the mind because too many ideas are now rumbling. Okay, now I got to hold myself at this success level. I got to hold myself at the success level. What is that? Now, what is that going to be? Because I had all these images of what this would look like. It's not quite coming together exactly the way that I want. And then the sucker punch of the pandemic came in. So all of these visions, all of these wishes, all of these desires are so specific that it doesn't allow for the flow of intuition because intuition knows what's right and has the knowledge of when synchronicity comes together. And when you go off-roading and battle the elements or you decide you're going to control where this boat goes or you decide, you know what, I think I missed something. I'm going to paddle back up river. You're just fighting what's going to come together anyways. You need to relax Free your mind and let go of being overly specific and attached to an outcome. Because when you're specific and attached to an outcome, when it doesn't start to look like it's going exactly the way you want it to, fear rears its ugly head. All of a sudden, you are surrounded by lions and tigers and bears. And you don't know if you should run, if you should lay down and put your hands over your neck, 
You don't know if she should climb up a tree. All of a sudden you're panicking. What do I do? What do I do? Which way should I go? And you become frozen in indecision. So how do you find your way back? So here's what we did. Now you're being like, when are you going to get to? What did you do? We're going to talk about what we did. So we identified all the specific wishes and dreams and visions and goals and options and directions that my client had imagined with this success and the struggles of making them work and not work and what that all looked like. So we charted them out. We didn't write a novel or anything. We both pointed them out. I said, which one of these do you see and go, that feels just right. So we went through each one. I said, close your eyes and I'm going to read this to you. And I said, play out the scenario. Are there any parts of this at all that show up as, no, that's not working out or that feels like a struggle. I'm not sure if I want to do it that way. If so, release it. Part of it's correct. Part of it isn't quite working. So we went through all of them. And when we got to the end, there were certain things that stood out. And they said, this part of this one really felt good. And then when I went beyond, it didn't feel right. Having events felt really good, but having to have the facility, everything just started getting really difficult and managing who would be there to meet them and how we rent the space and all that just became way more complicated than I was ready for. I'd rather have it where we can help host events, but it's through somewhere else. I said, great, solution solved. Now just wait and see what space pops up. You know, having employees work well, they're all work different hours and families. And then we had the pandemic and we actually done really well on Zoom. And then we just meet for fun lunches and download and And when we need to, we just pick up the phone. And so I said, so that whole idea of the space, you could only work in the same space and that was it, is gone, right? Yeah, yeah. We simplified, we went through each thing, found the nitty gritty. I said, so there's a lot of possibilities here. Close your eyes and think about the things that you just said, that we could just host in some way and help support these events and be someone that can bring new people together. That's that's our role. However that comes together, we're open to how that works. And I said, and go through the same with the staff. Think about that. And then take a breath and relax. You tell me, do you keep the space or do you find another solution? It took less than a second. I'm letting go of the space. I'm actually really excited about having a different solution. This is what's really important here is I want you to think about once you can release that energetic attachment and you can see the chattering of what's weighing you down, there's another solution there. If you free your mind and let go of too many details, exact ways of things happening, a perfected vision, an attachment to how things have to go, there'll be way more options than you imagined and your intuition will begin to give you that clarity, that internal knowing, that breath, that relief that you just now know and feel good and excited about it. 
doesn't mean it's going to be perfect along the way. You're still going to bump into different things because that's how you constantly sharpen a knife and hone your intuition. All right, so we're going to do some action steps here. Step one, which is I want you to think of these decisions that you have going on. I want you to analyze, look at, list, bullet point. What are the fantasies, we're going to call it fantasies, specific goals that you created. What are they? Look at these specific outcomes that you have decided have to happen. Action two, close your eyes. Think of one at a time. Run through it. And when you start getting into those feelings of like, ugh, I don't want to have to do it that way or that's too expensive. That's more difficult than I wanted I would love to avoid this, and that's a pitfall. Where does it still feel good? What are the things that still excite you about that? Hold on to that. Let go of all the stuff that doesn't work. Go through each one that way and hold on to the things that feel like they're working. It means that you're opening up to ways to make it work differently. New options, innovations will show up for you. So focus on what feels good, what excites you, what keeps you innovated and interested, let go of the other stuff. Say, okay, if I didn't do any of that, I just did this. All right. Then I want you to go into action three. And action three is close your eyes and go through the energy of feeling, okay, these are the possibilities. These are the things that really excite me. These are things that keep me innovated. If I only had to deal with this part of it, What could be? What does that look like? And then don't answer it. Don't try to answer it. Intuition will show up. If you free your mind and just say, what could the possibilities be? What direction do I go? I'm ready for the next step. And intuition will show up. It will, and it will give you the right direction. So don't let Fear derived from losing this goal, losing something. Fear is about losing something. Don't let it rule you because it will not send you in a good direction. As I say, emotions, the worst backseat drivers ever. Find the things that excite you and interest you. It doesn't mean everything's always going to be easy. It just means that if you're butting your head against things that are not working and it's stopping you and stagnating you, then take a breath and focus on the things that excite you, bring you innovation and give you creativity because intuition will help you solve the problems and create the right path forward. I'd love to hear your experiences and and following hunches and what amazing journeys and synchronicity moments you've had. Because our businesses are so much about being productive and following those hunches, following those intuitive moments. Until next time, keep it simple, be at ease with yourself and allow intuition to light the path.